0: Hello dear friends, good uh, evening, such a beautiful, beautiful evening. Let's continue to read Petroclus meets his fate, urged on by shouts from Petroclus. The mere charged along the shore like wasps, wasps pouring out of a nest. Show your courage, Patroclus yelled. Bring glory to Achilles. Let Agamemnon know what a fool he was to insult him. Bellowing their terrible war cry, The Myrmidons launched themselves into battle. The noise echoed around the ships, filling the Trojans with terror. They were even more terrified when they saw the man who led the charge standing tall behind the immortal horses. As the sun gleamed on his beautiful bronze armor, they were sure they were looking at the great Achilles himself. Patroclus drove straight to the blazing ship. He put out the flame, and the Greeks leaped. From their, from their hiding places, they thought Achilles was with them, and they were eager to fight again. Slowly, the Trojans were forced back, away from the ships. Hector tried to keep them together, giving ground gradually. But when he saw the gleaming figure in Achilles' armor, all their courage vanished. They turned and fled, running away from the ships and back across the wall. Patroclus had saved the Greeks from disaster. Once he saw the Trojans retreating, he should have obeyed Achilles' order and turned back. But he'd done that. If he'd done that, he would have been a hero and lived to fight another day. But he was drunk on dreams of glory, and he forgot what Achilles had said. All he could think of was killing Hector and maybe even breaking into Troy itself. Drive on, he shouted to his charioteer. The immortal horses galloped, through the gates, and leaped straight over the trench. As they charged across the plain, the Trojans fled in terror, still sure that Achilles was after them. The chariot reached the towering walls of Troy and patroclus jumped out and began to climb. He was full of the fire of battle and thought he could do anything. Three times he scrambled up the walls, determined to reach the top and lead the Greeks inside the city. But Apollo, the Archer, God, was up on the battlement, on the battlement, even more determined to stop the Greeks from breaking in. Each time Petroclus had appeared above the parapet, Apollo lashed out with his shield pushing him down again. Petro was still not discouraged. Yelling like a demon, he dug his fingers into the crevice of the wall and hauled himself up again. This time, Apollo showed himself in a burst of flame, bellowing over the battlements. Get down, Patroclus! You are not destined to conquer Troy. Even Achilles won't do that. Go back to the ships while you can. No mortal man can stand against the gods. Patroclus knew he was beaten. Loosening his fingers, he dropped to the ground and backed away from the wall. Hector saw him give up. He still thought he was watching Achilles, and this looked like a chance to defeat him! Drive at that man! He shouted to his charioteer. As the chariot turned, Patroclus saw it coming. He picked up a jagged stone and threw it with all his strength. It hit the charioteer on the forehead, shattering his skull. His lifeless hands dropped the rein and he pitched out, out of the chariot, falling headfirst to the ground. What a dive crowd, crowed petroclothes. You should go oyster fishing. He ran forward to strip off the charioteer's armor. But Hector wasn't going to let him have it. He jumped down to stop him, and the two of them struggled over the body. Men from both sides ran in to join the fight, and the Trojans and Greeks clashed head-on like two great winds the shahyad's body was engulfed in the whirl of spears and arrows all through the heat of the day they battled on neither said would give way until the sun began to sink began to sink then the greeks drove the Trojans back at last. They seized the Shahyotia's body and dragged it away from the city, gloating as they stripped off his armor. Even then Patroclus didn't have the sense to stop fighting. He charged straight back into the middle of the Trojan army, killing and killing again. He was in such a frenzy that he didn't see the mist that drifted towards him. Apollo was hidden in the mist, coming up behind Petroclus. He stuck, he struck, At the great plumed helmet he was wearing, the helmet fell off and rolled in the dust. Its beautiful plume trailing through blood and dirt. At the same moment, Achilles' bronze spear shattered in Petroclos' hand and the mighty shield fell from his shoulder. Suddenly he was totally exposed in the middle of the raging battle, and the Trojans saw for the first time who he really was, while Patroclus was still dazed from dazed from Apollo's attack. A Trojan soldier sneaked up behind him and stabbed him with a spear between the shoulder blades. It wasn't a mortal wound, but for the first time, Petroclos realized how foolish he had been. As the Trojan ran off, afraid to face him, In a fair fight, Patroclus began creeping back towards the Myrmidons, but it was too late to run away. Hector had seen his chance. He ran across the battlefield and thrust his spear at Patroclus. Petrol Clothes fell to the ground, fatally wounded. Poor wretch, said Hector, standing over him. Did you think you could sack our city and carry off our woman? Our women, Achilles was a fool to let you come. Now the vultures of Troy will eat your body. Don't gloat, Patroclus. Gasped, as his strength faded. Zeus give you victory today, but Achilles will avenge me. He will come. Before he could finish, death cut off his words. Hector looked down, slowly shaking his head. Let Achilles come, he said. Who knows, perhaps I am destined to kill him too, putting his food On Petroclos' lifeless body, he pulled out his spear. Hector made the most of his triumph. He stripped the rest of the armor from Petroclos' body, sent his own armor back into the city, and put on Achilles' helmet, with his splendid plume. Then he strapped on Achilles' burnished breastplate and took up his great bronze shield. The Greeks saw that all Achilles' armor was lost, but they couldn't bear to let the Trojans take Petroclos' body. Ajax and Menelaus stood over it, killing any Trojans who tried to carry it off. Hector was determined to have the body. He prepared, he paraded in front of his soldier, flaunting Achilles' armor. Think of your wives and children, he shouted. Fight for them and for the glory of Troy. If anyone captures Petroclos' body, I will give him half the spoils from this battle. He will be a hero. The Trojans advanced with a roar. Like a great sea breaker, but the Greeks stood firm, holding their shield in a war around petroclos crops. They fight, the fight, the fighting raged furiously, with each side determined to ta- carry off the body. Meanwhile. On the edge of the battle, Achilles' immortal horses were weeping for Patroclus. The charioteer tried to move them first by coaxing and then by slashing at them with his weep, but nothing made any difference. The horses stood. In front of the Shahyat, as still as grave stones. With their beautiful head bowed and their manes trailing in the dirt, the tears from their lovely eyes splashed into the dust in an endless, sorrowful stream. Looking down at them, even Zeus was moved by pity. Poor animals. Mortal, he said, when we let you belong to a mortal man, we condemned you to suffer grief, but at least Hector shall not have you. He bent down and breathed new strength into them, setting their hearts on fire. They lifted their heads and shook the dust from their manes. Then they galloped off, pulling the shahyot back into the battle. But that wasn't enough. To give victory to the Greeks, the struggle was raging as fiercely as ever. Looking around, Ajax was afraid that the rest of them might end up dead in the dust beside Petroclos. Quickly, he said to Menelaus, Send a fast runner to let Achilles know what's happened. Maybe he will come and help us now. Walking his way through the Greek warriors, Menelaus found Nestor's son, Antilochus, and sent him off to tell Achilles that His friend was dead. Then he hurried back to Ajax. Achilles can't fight without armor. If we want Petroclos' body to be saved, we must do it ourselves. You are right, said Ajax stoutly. If you and Marianne, Mariannes carry the body away, I, I will hold the Trojans here as long as I can, with the flames of battle raging all around them, Menelaus and Mary Mary Ones fought their way to Petroclos' body. Stooping under its weight, they carried it off, like men rescuing a body from a fire as they struggled back to the ships. Ajax made a heroic stand against the Trojans, but the other Greeks turned tail and fled from the battlefield. They were terrified by the sight of Hector in Achilles' armor. Soon, Ajax found himself fighting alone.